Welcome to Rise and Thrive with Sam. I'm your host, Sam Jones, a women's online health and fitness coach, bridging the gap between building your dream body, optimizing your health, and finally taking control of your life so that you can become the best version of you. I've helped hundreds of women do just that, and it's time to share my tips, tricks, and industry-leading secrets with you. So let's dive in. Hey guys, what's up? Sam here. We're back for another episode of Rise and Thrive Well with me. (laughs) So I hope you guys had an amazing Christmas and holiday season. I know it goes by like a blur in a whirlwind. You look back and you're like, how did Christmas came and went that fast, which is wild. So we are now in the post-holiday rush and New Year's is around the corner. And this is a time where, you know, not to sound cliche, but I like to use it as an opportunity to reset a little bit, realign myself and just kind of have an assessment and a reflection on everything I accomplished for the year and what I want to set my sights on for the upcoming year. And, you know, I think a lot of us, we have the intention to do this, but actually making the time to sit down and do it, like, ends up being something that just doesn't happen. I don't know if that ever happens to you guys, but the last couple years, I've really made an effort to do this, and I feel like it has started my year off on such a better note, like, with just much better energy, and I accomplished so much more from the get-go, opposed to me being like, yeah, 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 and, like, having good intentions, and then I blink, and it's already March, and I'm like, okay, cool, quarter one is done. (laughs) A quarter of the year is gone. So today, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, a new year reset, some things you can do to kind of reset and realign yourself for the new year, and um, just dive into those a little bit more. So we're going to talk a little bit about goal setting, like we'll say reflecting and goal setting, as well as vision boards, which I absolutely love. And just like getting organized and decluttering a bit and stuff like that, right? Because I feel like when you go into a new year, you really need to realign physically and mentally and just kind of clear out, you know, all that mental negative energy, but also the physical, like in your environment. So we are going to start with the goal setting. And before we do that, I just wanted to mention we're back on regular schedules now. So there'll be a new episode every Thursday moving into the new year. And I'm really excited for now a full year of podcasting with you guys. We started midway through this year. So this will be our first like calendar year where I will be doing this. So I'm so excited for everything to come. We already have some sick guests lined up. So you guys should be excited because I am. All right. So back to goal setting. And I highly recommend if you don't have a paper and pen in front of you or like a note in your phone, going to grab one or opening one because I am going to share a bunch of prompts that you can use to help get the juices flowing in the brain and uh, help you set some great goals and reflect on the year. But before we do that, I want to talk a little bit about getting into the right mindset and the right environment to even do this exercise because we don't want it to be rushed. We don't want to be, you know, overwhelmed and just trying to fit it in and just get it done for the sake of doing it. This is something you want to be in a really good headspace and energy for and like really feel ambitious, right? Like you want to, you want to reflect, you want to celebrate and you want to set some really clear and good goals for yourself for the whole next 12 months. So you really want to start by setting the environment And this is going to be something that you can do if you're at home or if you want to go somewhere else to do this, but you really just want good vibes. So something that you can think about if you're going to do this at home 
is do this somewhere in a space where it is decluttered, it is clear, you feel like you can think clearly there, you're not going to get distracted by a million things around you or people around you, you know, set the tone a little bit, dim the lights, put on a candle, maybe put on a diffuser, whatever you like, have it smelling nice, make yourself a coffee or a tea, a little beverage, right? Put yourself in a space where you're feeling good. Now, if you want to get out of your home because you feel like you spend so much time at home and you want to get out in good energy somewhere else, maybe go to a really cute little coffee shop that you've really been wanting to check out or somewhere that's a little bit more luxurious and has you thinking about, you know, maybe a little bit more ambitiously and things that you want to achieve. So number one is setting the environment right and the tone and the vibe for the exercise itself. Number two is going to be to get into an abundance mindset. So we don't want to be setting goals from a place of lack, right? We want to be in an abundance mindset so we can call in things that are going to encourage us to grow and to change and to be better. So the first thing I want you to do before we even get into the reflection and the goal setting is write out any limiting beliefs you have for yourself. Think of all of the things you want to achieve. And if a negative thought pops up or something you find yourself thinking regularly that's negative about yourself, write that out on a piece of paper. And then I want you to, beside each one, write a single step that is going to help you overcome this limiting mindset. Like what is one thing you can do for each of these limiting mindsets to take that first step into thinking more positively about it? And then last, I want you to write three to five positive affirmations. This is going to help get your mindset in the right place. After that, we're going to move on to our 2023 reflection. So in the reflection, I want you to reflect on what were your goals from this past year? At the beginning of 2023, what things did you actually want to accomplish? And then from those goals, I want you to write out which goals you actually achieved out of this list. And before we move on from this, because we don't want to just be like, oh yeah, I achieved those. You know, now I want to focus on what I didn't achieve. We want to celebrate that. We want to give yourself credit. So I want you to either, it's up to you how you want to do this. You can either write yourself a letter, a short letter, a paragraph about how proud you are of yourself for achieving these things and how this has positively impacted your life. Or you can write out something that you're going to do between now and, you know, the first couple weeks of January to actively intentionally celebrate the fact that you were able to achieve those goals. So maybe this is going out to do something. Maybe this is buying yourself something that you've really wanted that's going to positively impact you, whatever it might be, but something that you're actually attaching the the purpose of that thing to the fact that you're celebrating these goals. Now we're going to list out why were these resolutions successful? Like what worked for you? What did you change in your life that supported achieving these goals? So was this lifestyle changes? Was this, you know, that you took the initiative to do a course, to learn something new? Like what stimulated the success within these goals? And I want you to reflect on that and write that out. Now that we know what goals you had, what goals you achieved, you've documented how you're going to celebrate and why these goals worked and why they were successful. Now I want you to reflect on what goals weren't you successful with? What ones did you not achieve? So maybe you didn't start them at all, or maybe you started them but didn't finish them, but what goals were unresolved for the year? And then we're going to list out why you weren't successful. So what were the reasons that you weren't able to achieve these? And list those out. 
Now I want you to take a long, hard look at the difference between the list of why you were successful and why you weren't successful and see what the difference is there, right? Really compare those, like what actions were really positive in your life and what ones were negative. And, you know, this is going to give you an idea of areas for improvement for you, even if your goals change, but areas of improvement in your life of how to approach things that you can work on in 2024. And then lastly, in the reflection section, I want you to look at what influenced your mind in a positive way this year. So what really brought positive energy into your life, made you feel full, like filled up your cup, made you feel like you were in a good mindset, a good mood, and just really brought you that positivity. Could I say positivity anymore? (laughs) So list those out. And then what things did you find influenced your mindset in a negative way this year, right? So when we're thinking about the positive influence and the negative influence, we can think about things like environment, relationships, social media, self-worth or, you know, your own self-esteem, you know, uh, not having boundaries. Like these are going to be the things that positively or negatively impacted our mindset this year and our energy. Then I want you to just write a simple statement of how did you feel about your year as a whole? Like ending the year, are you feeling really good and accomplished about yourself? Or are you feeling like you have a lot of room for improvement and you really want to make 2024 a better year? Now that we're done with the reflection, we're going to move on to the more fun part, the goal setting. So I want you to think about your New Year's goals as, you know, almost like right now you're the current version of you but you're gonna set goals to make you the future version of you that you wanna be. So when you close your eyes and you envision yourself as your healthiest, hottest, happiest self, most successful self, what does that look like? And what do you need to do to get there, right? And usually I'm not the type to be like, be delulu, like delusional. Like I like to have a little dose of reality in my life and being realistic. But when it comes to your goals, I think this is a situation where you can be a little bit delusional, right? Because if you don't genuinely believe that something is possible for you, if you're not like, hell yes, I can do that if I put in the work and I do what it takes, you're obviously never going to achieve it, right? You're you're the, the primary person who needs to believe it first over anybody else that it's possible. So getting to be a little bit delusional with your goal setting, I think can actually be really good for you because it can help expand your mind, especially for those of us that have a lot of limiting beliefs and maybe some self-esteem and self-confidence issues. We tend to not believe that we can do things that are well within our realm of achieving, right? And you are always your biggest limitation. So, you know, try to put yourself in a person of if I could achieve anything in the world what like in one year it's realistic to achieve in one year right we have to remember that timeline what do I want to achieve and by all means if you want to set three-year goals five-year goals 10-year goals like be my guest but right now we're just focusing on the year 2024. So now I want you to list out, like I said, on a piece of paper, like what is everything that you feel like you really want to accomplish this year? Maybe these are goals from last year that you didn't accomplish and you want to bring forward to 2024, or maybe they are brand new. These are new things that you've been interested in more recently, or, you know, just things that you've been thinking a lot about lately and list those suckers out. Doesn't matter how many, there's no such thing as too many, right? We're going to refine them and we're going to go back through this, but just brain dump goals list them out. And then I want you to go through each one and ask yourself, 
Will achieving this goal truly make me happy? Or does it fall in line of others' expectations for me or what I'm supposed to do, right? Am I wanting it because it's what other people have or what other people are doing? And this is going to help get you to start stimulating your mindset behind your why, right? Because really at the end of the day, the driving force behind achieving a goal is your why, your deep-rooted why that it's important enough for you to take intentional action to achieve, So a lot of the time, if our goal isn't deeply rooted in our own happiness and it's not coming from a place of what we genuinely want and it's coming from something somebody else wants from us or something that's like society's expectations that have been placed upon us, it doesn't have a strong why and then it's not going to come to fruition, right? So by starting to ask yourself, like, are these things that genuinely I really want can get that ball rolling. Then from there, I want you to list for each goal what is the why behind each goal? So this is like I said, right? Why goals don't stick because we don't have a strong enough why. And then we just give into instant gratification. It's like, okay, I really want to lose 20 pounds. What is going to be my action steps to get there? Oh, I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. so I can go to the gym before I go to work because I know after I have to come home and take care of my kids and do everything else. That alarm goes off at 5 a.m. You either have that strong enough why that's going to get your butt out of bed to get you to the gym because you really want to lose that 20 pounds so that you can be healthier and happier and feel better about yourself, or it's really not that big of a deal to you and you stay in bed and you press the snooze button for that instant gratification, right? So you need to really figure out what those whys are and only you deep in your heart are going to know what that is. Anything that doesn't have a a deep why or it's anything that you can't find a why for I want you to scratch off that list or anything that isn't truly going to make you happy and you feel like okay actually maybe that isn't something that I want and maybe that's something I'm thinking about because it's like what I'm seeing on social media or what I'm seeing other people post about so we're going to scratch those out now what's left I want you to find two to three tangible action steps intentional things that you can start doing in the year of 2024 to help you achieve that goal. So just to give you an example, right? Let's say my goal, we're just going to stick with kind of fitness for now because it's the easiest thing to do, but you can genuinely, like it's the easiest example I can give you, but you can genuinely do this in all areas of your life. I want you to think about your career. I want you to think about your finances. I want you to think about your relationship. I want you to think about your relation with yourself and your health and your self-care and your stress management, how you take care of yourself, as well as you know your fitness and aesthetic goals. But using fitness goals, let's say you really, really want to do a pull-up. You really just want to be a badass and be able to do a full pull-up with no assistance. What are some tangible action steps that we can do to get there, right? You can start practicing pull-ups. You can say in two workouts every single week, I'm going to do banded pull-ups until I don't need a band anymore, right? So like there's, there's an action step right there, or I'm going to stretch and do mobility work to make sure that I don't have injuries so that I can continue to progress to that. There's two action steps for that goal right there that are easily doable within the year. So now that you have your action steps, you have a plan to start the year with clear focus, knowing what you want to achieve and the steps that you need to take to at least get the ball rolling to get you there. Now, when you're setting these goals, another thing I want you to remember and keep in mind is that they need to be specific and measurable. If they are not specific and they are not measurable, you are not going to stay invested in them. To say that you want to lose weight, 
is not enough, right? Like how much weight do you want to lose? Maybe you don't know spot on how much, but a general ballpark, something that's going to keep you connected to that goal. Or you want to improve your running endurance by how much? Do you want to be able to run 5K? Do you want to be able to run 10K? Do you want to be able to do one of those Spartan races? You want to balance your hormones. Okay, well, what do you mean? Do you want to have painless periods? Do you want to not have as bad cramps? Do you want to maybe not have as many mood swings, right? Like, Do you want your energy to no longer be a one out of 10 the week of your period? You want it to be a seven out of 10? Like, What specific goals do you want to achieve? And how are you going to measure them? How do you know if you achieved it or not, right? How are you going to know that you're satisfied with the result? So these are all things that I want you to consider in your goal setting. So I hope you guys found that helpful in terms of kind of a guided goal setting and and how to set goals. And, you know, if I'm going to be giving you an example of how many goals to set, because this is a question I get a lot, like what's realistic? Like I did a goal setting call with one of my clients this week and I was like, you know, going through these questions with her and she was like, Sam, like, is this too many goals? Like, is this realistic to accomplish in a year? And, you know, I want you to just think that you have 12 full months, right? We often overestimate what we can accomplish in like a 30 day period. Like we go balls to the wall being like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to change my entire lifestyle. I'm going to improve my sleep. I'm going to, you know, have all of these things like better energy. Like all these things are going to happen within the next month. And then that doesn't happen and we get discouraged and we fall off, right? But over the course of 12 months, if we're consistent with these action steps, you can accomplish a lot. So I would say trying to set a goal, you know, for different areas of your life, for starters, right? We don't want to set like 10 fitness goals and nothing else. But if you have like five to 10 goals for the year and they're within different areas of your life, like maybe your health, like your overall health and well-being, your fitness, your career and financial, your relationships, and then maybe like a lifestyle slash leisure, like a travel, you want to travel somewhere or you really want to go do something, right? Like something that you really want to experience in life. Like those are five different categories. So if you set one to two goals in each one of those categories, I think that's more than doable. Now, moving on to vision boards, because this kind of goes hand in hand with goal setting. And I think that really having a visual representation of what you want to achieve is important because a lot of people set goals and they feel great for the first, you know, week, two weeks, three weeks that they set them, but then they never think about it again, right? We get into February, March, July, August, October, And those goals that you set in September have been completely placed on the back burner. We totally forgot about them and we have no follow-up system to know if we are, you know, making progress. And I'm not saying you need to sit down with a journal and, you know, reflect on it every single week. I mean, you can if you want to, and that can definitely be helpful. But like I said, I think like out of sight, out of mind happens a lot with goal setting. So having a vision board is a really fun and creative way to keep those things at the forefront of your mind. So maybe like, you know, Maybe you're not a visual person and like just having them listed out and printed and like stuck on your wall to look at every now and again or on your fridge or whatever is going to be more beneficial for you. And you can totally do that. But if you're anything like me, you are a visual girly and you love the aesthetics. So creating a vision board is like one of my favorite New Year's tasks. Like I look forward to doing this every single year. I've done this forever. Like I took a long break, but as a kid, I even used to do this with magazines. I would like cut things out that I liked, outfits, girls that I liked, music that I liked, sports, all of that kind of stuff. And I would glue those suckers down on a Bristol board and pop that on my wall. So I don't really do it that way anymore. 
which you totally could. You could find all of the pictures that you liked in magazines or online on Pinterest or Tumblr or wherever that you're finding your images and print them all out and then cut them out and glue them on on a bristle board or canvas like for painting and have that physically with you in your room or in your office or whatever. And honestly, I would love that. But the way that I do it is that I do it digitally. So I use Canva, which is like a graphic design software that is on the internet and it's free to use. And you can upgrade and have the pro version where there's more features, but to just do a basic vision board style kind of design is free. And then I go to Pinterest and I look at all of the goals that I set for my goal setting and I find at least one picture for each one, right? So maybe one of my goals is to work out at least four times a week this year. Maybe I didn't make it to the gym at all. I said I was this year was going to be my year where I was going to become a gym girl. I was going to take my fitness seriously and I didn't. And now I want to in 2024. So maybe I'll find a, a picture of like a really cute aesthetic gym and I'll put it on there. And maybe I really want to start reading again. For me, a goal I had in 2023 was to read two books a month, 24 books for the year. So maybe, you know, putting a picture on there of one of the books that I want to read. You get the idea. And obviously on uh, Pinterest and Tumblr as well. I don't know if you guys have ever been Tumblr people, but I used to be obsessed. But they have really aesthetic imagery and you can make a really, really cute vision board that like kind of all looks together. Like I've seen people even theme it so that it has the same color tones and all of that. So if you want to take it that far, you can. So that's what I do. Basically what I do is I save all the pictures in a folder and then I go into Canva and I import them and then I just drag and drop them around and change them so that they're you know collaged with some bigger some smaller so that it's the full vision board and then I'll add some text in the middle with the year in like you know cute font and then I save it and I set that as my laptop background for the whole year so anytime I open my laptop it is right there in front of me it is right in my line of sight I've seen people that you know resize the image to make it friendly for like a cell phone background right your phone background how much time do we spend on our phone imagine if every single time you open your phone you're seeing your goals right in front of you how much more connected are you going to feel to that right I've even seen girls break it down into monthly goals so they'll take their yearly goals and then break it down into smaller monthly goals and make really cute phone lock screens per month so they'll like write the month on it like January and it'll have all these cute photos that represent the goals that they have for that month so just some different ideas that you can do for that uh, but yeah I highly recommend doing this and even if you don't do it before the new year I mean I know the new year is in a couple days but like nobody says that this has to be done by January 1st right like you can do this into January when you have maybe some more time when things slow down a little bit from the holidays and just set some time aside. It takes like one to two hours and really do this for yourself to get yourself in the right headspace for the year. And then the last thing I wanted to talk to you guys about a little bit was decluttering and getting organized. So physically and mentally, and I think this has a lot to do with like the energy that you bring into the new year is, you know, kind of purging and getting rid of the negativity for the year. So I want to share with you guys a couple things that I'm going to be doing to set myself up for 2024. So the first one is going to be ordering things to organize my space. So I don't know if I'm going to use Amazon or Timu or, you know, one of these kind of affordable websites, but I'm just so over having clutter and shit everywhere. Like my desk has like 18 cables on it in my bathroom. I just have things all over the counter. 
So I want to have things organized so that I know where everything is. It has a place and it's not out in the open with me feeling cluttered and overwhelmed mentally all the time. So I'm going to be ordering things to like put all those cables in and you know, it stores all of it so that it looks more simplistic and more minimalist. I'm going to order drawers and, you know, things like that for my bathroom so that I can put all of my toiletry items in there and all my beauty stuff. I even ordered these really cool clothes divider organizers. So, you know, I can put a pair of pants or a pair of shorts in each slot. So when I open my drawers, it stays way more organized. So I'm really, really excited for that. And I'll keep you guys updated on how that turns out. But I think a big part of that too is, like I said, purging and donating things you don't need because a lot of the time when you have a bunch of clutter and you feel like shit is always everywhere it's because you have too much stuff right and I feel like if you're I mean if you guys are anything like me you get emotional attachment to objects like I am so weird I like feel bad getting rid of things I'm like oh you poor thing like I don't want you to think I don't like you but I'm like I don't use you so give it to somebody who will use it, right? So this is like donating clothes, getting rid of clothes that you never wear. Like depending on where you live, right? With seasonality. But if you haven't worn it in the last couple months, get rid of it. You're probably not going to wear it for the next couple months. And going through your bathroom, right? Getting rid of things that are expired or you never use. Like, you know, we all go through those phases where we go and we try something new and we buy this new beauty product we saw on TikTok or we saw on YouTube and then we used it once and we didn't like it and it's sitting in our cupboard for the day where we feel like maybe I'll try it again one day and we never do. So get rid of it. So just getting rid of all that kind of stuff, right? And, you know, obviously if it is able to be donated, donate it. There's lots of people out there who are in need and it could be, you know, benefiting from situations like that. Um, Or unfortunately, if it's something that you can't donate, right, just pitch it. And then we're on the topic of purging and, you know, kind of, I guess, detoxing to a degree. Going through a digital detox. Guys, I unfollowed 600 people the other day and it felt so liberating because I was like, I don't get any value from these accounts and no ill will towards these people, no negativity, but it's like, I don't need to be following people that are not bringing some sort of positive value into my life, whether it's education, whether it's motivation and inspiration, whether it's just, you know, connection and feeling like other people are going through what I'm going through, whether it's, you know, just good vibes from seeing people being happy that I genuinely care about, all of that is amazing. All of that can stay. But following accounts that make me feel like less of a person because maybe I feel like I don't measure up or it's bringing me, you know, drama or negativity, um, fear mongering, all of that kind of stuff. I was like, nah, this gotta go. So I did a digital detox and it felt amazing. Something that I still want to do is more digital organization. So just going through my cell phone photos and videos and clearing out stuff that I don't need. For any of you guys who ever get the storage full notification, you feel me, you know how annoying that is. So I want to put some time aside to clear out files that I don't need anymore and then just really organizing my computer and my desktop so I can feel super efficient in my business in 2024. And then the last thing I'm going to encourage you to do is writing out some lists and routines. And this is something I'm already pretty good with. I have some pretty set routines. I use like checklists and Google Calendar and all that good stuff. But I think that, you know, just being more organized with it and maybe refining that and cleaning that up a little bit can be really great for people who do already do that. Or if you don't, 
starting to write using Google Calendar to schedule out my week literally changed my life from a time management standpoint. So if you are somebody who feels like you never have time, you never have enough hours in the day, and you're always, you know, kind of flying by the seat of your pants and playing catch up, dude, be proactive, plan out your week with Google Calendar. I promise you, you're going to feel better. And just using lists and checklists, right? So whether it's your Sunday reset and chores that you need to do, whether it's your weekly meal prep routine, whatever it is, but writing these out in lists that you can check off each week, one, makes you feel like a badass because you're accomplishing things and checking that box makes you feel so good. It's also going to make you more organized. So you know, something I really like for this is Notion. If you are a creative at heart and you do like to create things and use more digital tools, Notion is the bomb for calendars, lists, routines. You know, it really is so customizable, so much at your fingertips. Or if tech is not your friend and you're more of a simple girl, using iPhone notes and reminders can be really, really great as well. Or if you like handheld written out things, which I totally get, I can definitely see the appeal in that. Sometimes I miss doing that. Getting yourself a brand spanking new fresh notebook or planner and really using that consistently through the year. The only thing that I don't love about that is that sometimes it's hard to have those things with you at all times when we all know we have our cell phone with us 24 seven for the most part. So, you know, you never have to be like, oh, I don't have my planner. I don't have my notebook. I forget what it says, right? You can just like look at your phone and it's really easy to adjust things, drag and drop, move things around, right? Whereas like writing things out, you have to like scratch it out with your pen and whatever. First world problems. But, (laughs) you know, just really getting organized with your routines and the things that you're committing to for the week. So guys, just to recap here, we have covered how to do some 2023 reflecting, set some goals for 2024, really getting in the right headspace for the year, creating a fabulous vision board so that you really have the vision for the year that you can connect with throughout the whole year and keep you feeling inspired and motivated and on track with your goals and just really setting up your space and your mind for success for the year with decluttering things and getting organized. And if you do all three of these things, I promise you are going to go into 2024 feeling like a brand new bitch ready to crush the year. But that is it for me today, guys. I hope that you enjoyed this episode, that you felt like, you know, it really helped you get set up for the new year. If you have any questions, as always, my DMs are always open. Feel free to reach out to me. And I would love for you guys to slide in the DMs and, you know, tell me some things that you guys want to accomplish this year. Share your vision board with me so we can celebrate that. If you liked this episode and found it helpful, please leave a rating and review on whatever platform that you're listening to. Share it with your besties so that they can crush the new year as well. And I'll see you guys in the next one.